On today's show, is Luka Doncic the MVP? Are we sleeping on Luka Doncic as an MVP candidate? Maybe. Maybe. We'll tell you his path to the MVP and is he a guaranteed lock for first team All-NBA? We'll talk about Luka Doncic and all the awards on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. don't believe you shouldn't be here. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can subscribe to the show. Getting us to 12,000 subs now. We're getting, we're, we're rising up slowly but surely. We're going to catch, we're going to catch Josh Lloyd, Lockdown Fantasy Basketball one day. He's at like 49 or like 47,000. We're going to catch Josh Lloyd one day. Help us one get there. Day, one day more. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com. The Lay Miz man, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? That, that was a weird one. You were oh, I said, I said one day more and it started to make me think of Lay Miz and then. Okay, never mind, never mind. Um, all right, off the top, I'm gonna go serious route. Oh, and I'm gonna do a sum down. The music version. is out. The music is out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> serious route. The, a piece of advice was given to me today, and I want to pass it along. So earlier this morning, I was having a, a conversation with somebody about something that was really bothering me about just something in my in my life, something that somebody had said, and I was like, "Man, I'm really bothered by this." But I said the line, "I know I shouldn't feel this way." I know mm. it shouldn't bother me. Mm. And instead of, this is why why you need friends like this in your life. Instead of saying, oh, yeah, I agree, man. I, don't let this bother you, right? Like that's the natural response. Instead of this person stopped me and said, hey, it's okay. Like, don't say that. It's okay to feel that. Ask yourself why you feel that. Mm. And I think, I, I just want to pass along. If you're like in your, you know, going to work, you're, Whatever you're doing, wherever you listen to this, somebody tweeted us in a picture of them on the beach. You know, listen to Locked On Mavs. Some some of you guys yeah, have love to tweet out where you listen to the pod every now and then. And if you have something that's bothering you, something that's like hanging with you, and you know you're like, dang it, this that like this is so dumb for me to feel this way. I shouldn't even feel this way. Don't try to negate those feelings. Don't try to just brush them off with this whole like, ah, I, I I shouldn't feel this way. Instead, ask yourself, why do I feel this way? Is there something deeper inside of you that you're like, dang, I gotta work this something else out because this is affecting me that way. So sorry to go in like counseling corner here, but I'm gonna take it one step further. Your feelings are real to you, right? I always, I struggle personally. I struggle with the, well, this problem wouldn't matter to somebody else, right? So why does it matter to me? But yeah. it does matter to me, right? Those things and the things sometimes people say, they do affect you, and it affects if affects me in certain ways. And I'm like, dang, no one would care about this. I've lived, you know, this fairly privileged life where I haven't struggled with, you know, a ton of things like compared with some other people. But you can't play the comparison game in that way. Your feelings are real to you. Uh, there you go. We're gonna we're gonna end our our counseling corner. Counseling on that corner, one. But, door shut. Sorry, but for but for those but for for people, your feelings are real. And so if you are starting to feel right now, like nobody's talking about Luka Doncic for MVP, oh and you're you're starting to feel like like Reggie Bullock. Reggie Did Bullock. Keith Pompey teach you how to Reggie, do segues. I went to the Keith Pompey School of Segways. <laughs> Reggie Bullock tweeted out a Bleacher Report graphic that had Jokic, 
Embiid and Giannis on it that said that said MVP the MVP race is heating up. And Block quote tweeted it and said, sleeping on that guy in Dallas, hashtag Hukadonjic, which I just I appreciate so much. And we we don't play this enough. Hashtag Huka Doncic. Theo Pinson also tweeted out yesterday, can someone explain to me how at Luka Doncic isn't the MVP in the MVP conversation? And so people mm. are starting to feel this way, and you may feel this way right now. Why aren't more people talking about for Luka for MVP? Your feelings are valid. We're going to validate your, your feelings today. Um, Isaac, should Luka be in this conversation? How does he get into this conversation? Yeah, well, I think you know it, it. you have to define what the conversation you know looks like. Is it a top three? You know, I feel like every year it, it kind of changes. You either have a top four or there's the top three or well, voters point. vote for five, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if we if you just want to say the conversation is the top five, then 100 percent he is in the conversation. If you want to do the hey, whatever's on a social graphic of, you know, the top two, top three, I think he has some work to do to crack that top three. And that, that's, that's just my opinion. I love Luca. So if we just look at the current spot of the MVP race, like where, where are we at? And you have these, you, you know, you have the, if you want to do the, the top three there of Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, whatever order you have with that. And then where does, you know, I think there's a, you know, a next set of four after that of, you know, John Morant, Luca. And then for me, a step you know below that is DeMar DeRozan and Steph Curry. Mm. so for me right now i think i think Jokic is leading that race like when you look at his numbers i mean it's it's crazy when you look at what Jokic's average right now right at 26 points 14 rebounds um you know eight assists like what what he's done with the denver team they're six in the west we all know their injuries and stuff like it's un it's unbelievable so i think i think i have him number one Embiid's a close two for me and then Giannis after that. And then I would personally, I have Luca at four um, with John. I think him, here's my thing. What, what is the, and, and I'm not obviously love Luca and MVP thing, but like, I feel like John Morant should be considered more in this MVP race or just as much as Luca Doncic. Like, why is he not be mentioned? You know, why is he not mentioned in this conversation more than what he is for what this, you know they're about they're about to be the or they are the two seed right now yep. in the Western Conference, and this dude's averaging. I mean, if you even want to do the comp to Luca, I mean he's averaging one point less than Luca. He's averaging, you know, he has a better field goal percentage than Luca, like better couple three points, assist. couple less assists, a little bit better three point percentage. Like he has, you know, a few more games played than Luca. Like I'm not trying to say like all oh, jaw over Luca type thing, but I think if people are arguing for Luca to be in the conversation. I think John Morant should be getting consideration to be in a con conversation too. For MVP. So for right now, if you look at Bleacher Reports, you know, or not Bleacher Report, Basketball Reference's MVP award tracker, they look at, they have a model based on the past voting results to say, all right, let's try and figure out statistically who voters will actually vote for based on past results and based on the, the numbers from past candidates. Jokic is number one at 43 and a half percent. That's a, that's a lot. Um, Giannis is two with 23% and bead is three with 12%. Chris Paul is actually four with 12.1%. That one would be, that one's interesting to me. Uh, I yeah. feel like that one's just based on best, you know, best player on best team. Yeah. And then Luca is fifth with a 3%. 
followed closely by Jimmy Butler. I mean, it's just the one seed. That I think that Chris Paul and the Jimmy Butler putting, yeah, is just the one seed. Like you said, it's it's overvaluing the best team on the you know the best player on the best team right now. Uh, those guys aren't probably going to sniff MVP. I don't think. Uh, I don't. I don't yeah. imagine those guys in the top five of many people's ballots. Uh, John Moran is all the way down at nine. Past yeah, Rudy, I, I past just, Rudy I, Gobert. If you, if you look I don't at this. get that. I, I don't get that. I mean, he's played fifty two games. I mean, you compare that to the other guys like Jokic's at fifty eight, Embiid's at fifty two games. Like, I, I don't get why why Jaws not the level that he's at and where like. Do standings matter? Like we we you've seen the stuff in the past with the MVP stuff of like okay the percentage of guys who win the award that they're top two seeds in, in their conference. Like is Jokic gonna be? Is he gonna be one of those outlier seasons where it's like, like Westbrook. that that Westbrook year? I mean Westbrook averaged thirty one ten and ten in that two thousand sixteen seventeen season, and he won that MVP. And like some people still look back on it. I don't think people look back on the you know if Jokic wins this MVP, but how many times has an MVP won the award when they're sixth in their conference? Like, if I'm if I'm Memphis, if I'm Memphis fans and go and Memphis is number two in the West, and it's not like I get Jaron Jackson and and their guys are are good players, but it's not like he has an Anthony Davis alongside of him or or a James Harden. So, um, for for Ja, I think Ja deserves to be in the conversation. I think Luca deserves to be in the conversation. And how these last final weeks play out will matter a lot to the award. And I think coming up in the second segment, we'll probably talk about how how does Luca get crack that top three? Like, what is the pathway? Because I don't think it's I don't think the the chapter's closed. The door's closed on it. I just don't think at this current moment, I I don't have Luca in the top two or three in that MVP vote. But I think there's a path that he could go down and he ends up right there at the end. We'll talk about that and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about prize picks. Are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? You're like, hey, I like playing fantasy, but I hate the weekly thing where you have to go in and you're facing against other people. And then some people don't care about it. And so then you're just facing off against nobody, somebody that forgot to set their lineup. And you're like, I just want to get over all this stuff and play a game, play fun fantasy where I can just pick a couple of things. Prize Picks is the thing for you. It's the award-winning app on Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players and an over/under on their projections, so you can win up to ten times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. You can do this quick. It can be fun. You can take your time on it. You can look up all kinds of stuff. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app both on the App Store and Google Play. You can check it out right now. Uh, and it has an exclusive offer, no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. Get $50 for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. But you have to use the promo code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use the code NBA for $50 free if your first prize pick entry scores a single point. Play Daily Fantasy easier on prize picks. Use the promo code NBA. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac, let's get into the MVP. So we, I think everyone agrees that it's Jokic, then Embiid, then Giannis. Maybe Giannis, Embiid. I wouldn't is, say everybody agrees to that. But. It's those three guys, though. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It's those three guys in the top for, for MVP right now. So how does Luca crack that? I just want to look at those three guys and say, what are they doing right now that makes them so good? Um, if you look at Embiid right now, 
Embiid is having just an insane season. Almost 30 points a game. I think he's still leading the league in, in scoring um, double-digit rebounds, four assists, You know, playing incredible defense like he does. Now he has James Harden. James Harden is actually seventh in MVP um, on on Basketball References uh, MVP award tracker, which is below, which is above John Morant, which is kind of wild to me. Uh, it makes you kind of want to not believe anything that this that this Basketball Reference. I was gonna say that. Thinks yeah, you're like, ah, maybe I, maybe I don't believe what it says if that's if that's the case. But uh, Joel Embiid, when he plays this year, he's played 52 games. The um, the 76ers have a 69 win percentage. Nice. That's good. Jokic, when he's played this season, their, their Nuggets are 37 and 21. They have a 64% winning percentage, which considering the players that are around Nikola Jokic this year, missing the guys that he's missing is pretty incredible. Yeah. When Giannis plays this year, they're 36 and 19, which is a 66% winning. So Embiid is one, Giannis is two, and Jokic is three, obviously. But Luka would fit in right behind Embiid. When he plays this year, the Mavs are 33 and 16. They have a 67% winning percentage. So he would be above Giannis and above Jokic in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're just looking at how their team performs this year so far. Impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. And I think yeah. one of the one of the things that's holding back Ja from this award, if we're not going to put Ja in here, is that Ja Morant, when he plays, the team is uh, has a 61% winning percentage. Uh, mm. The the Grizzlies were actually better when he was not when he was not playing during that stretch that he missed this season. Now, are they a better team without him? No, but they played better, and they you know they they won a bunch of their games when he was out. That's what's really holding him back. I think is that one stretch that he was out when the team actually played um, play, even yeah. better than when he was there, which is kind of wild. Yeah, and and I get that's the biggest thing you know with Jokic that people are going to throw out like, hey, th- this guy, this team's not this- good. Yeah, the team's not good without him. And, you know, he's played, you know, he's played in 58 games this year. He's only missed a handful of games. And, you know, you look at like, you know, Lucas played 49 games compared to like DeRozan, who's played 61 games. Like, Lucas right on that line to where he can't miss a stretch of games anymore to even be, no. to be considered for that. Because once you get to that like 15, you know, different game, different mark of some of these things, like that begins to, to weigh out. But, there are three things for Luca for me that you have to do these three things like or these three things have to happen for you to have a shot at MVP. Number one thing, you have to go on the the last run and the Mavericks have to finish as the 3 seed. Like they just have to. Like you if you want to be considered with for the MVP, the Mavericks have to move from the from the 5th seed right now up to number 3. You don't think they could even be 4? They have home court advantage. I just, I, I mean, I, I guess I, I just for because you're talking about arguing your points, right? And I think the argument for you to go against Jokic is, you know, if if Denver stays at six, and because spoiler alert, my my third point on this list is you can't have late season runs by Denver grab moving up to grab the four seed, and you can't have late season runs by Milwaukee or Philly grabbing the number one seed. Because if Milwaukee or Philly goes on this tear and they finish as the number one seed in the East, then it's going to be a heck of a case for Embiid or Giannis. And that narrative, and we all know the narrative stuff, but if Jokic and Denver moves up from six to four, it doesn't matter where Dallas in. Jokic got that in the bag. Like he's winning, he's winning MVP at that point. What so, is it about Jokic that, that makes him so much more of a favorite for MVP that if he's four, 
he'll get MVP. But Luca, if the Mavs are four, then he won't get MVP or even like consideration really. Well, I don't think it's like not being considered. I just think if Jokic is already there where he's at now and in the voting and all season, the roster and all this stuff, like most people have him number one now. You need something to argue Luca's case over for Luca to enter the conversation and have a case over him. And that's where, like, if you could have a couple spots in the standings, like three spots away, like, hey, Dallas is three, Yoke, you know, Denver is at six, then that definitely helps your case. And for Luca, can he finish the season averaging 29, nine and nine? Like, can you mm. up your averages just a little bit? To where you can average that. So Luca right now is averaging 28 points a game, 8.8 assists, and 9.9 or 9.3 rebounds. So can he up that just a little bit to average 29.99? Because this has only happened four times in NBA history. Three times was by Oscar Robinson, okay? The big O. So Oscar did this thing three times to where he averaged 29.99. One of those seasons, he was the MVP. The other two seasons, he didn't win the MVP because he lost it to Bill Russell, who was on the number one, you know, seed. He, he was good. Bill Russell was was really good. <laughs> early 60s. So that three of those times were were the big O, and one of those three was the big O winning MVP. The yeah. fourth time, the only time this has happened in the past, like, I don't know, 20, 30, however, you know, 60 years, if you want to do that, was Russell Westbrook. MVP season, 31, 10, and 10. So for Luca, that's your case, right? Like if Luca can up his app just a little bit, like one more point a game, keep his rebounds what it's at, get it, you know, 0.2 assists more a game. Yeah, to where then your case is that. Hey, the Mavericks, after the whole KP stuff, they yep. made the big trade, they went small ball. Luca's averaging 29 and 9 and 29, 9 and 9. It's only happened four times in NBA history, and two of those seasons were MVP seasons. And like that's your case, right? Like he has these big moments towards the end of the season. And then if you could get lucky with it and like Milwaukee and Philly stay where they're at, maybe, you know, Miami stays at number one. It'd be awesome. You know, Chicago moves up to number two, you know, Phoenix stays at one. Memphis is at two golden States, you know, through there, Denver stays back at six. That's your pathway. That's your road to Luca being in the MVP conversation by the end of the year. Yeah, it, it would have to take that for him. It would have to take the Mavs winning all those games. It would have to take him upping his numbers to where it's like undeniable that those are just incredible numbers we've barely ever seen before. Yeah. Uh, but to answer my to answer my question a little bit earlier, I did want to give an answer here. Is yeah. that the difference between Luka and Jokic right now is like statistically, you can't just look at the counting numbers. You can't just look at okay, well Jokic is averaging you know what two points less a game. He's averaging a you know. Yeah. Like a little less assists, his rebounds are obviously higher. He starts looking at the shooting, but production-wise, if you look at PER, it's not it's not everything, but it's sort of an aggregate of let's give a one number measurement of how efficient somebody is and how good somebody has been in a season. Jokic has the highest of all, like one of the highest PERs of all time. His is thirty-two point four. Lucas is twenty-four point four. Think about how big that difference is. Giannis is at thirty-two. 
Embiid is at 31.6. Like these guys are having seasons that are as efficient and statistically as good as what we've ever seen if we take the aggregate of everything. Yes, like if you look at Luca's counting stats, the points, the rebounds, the assists, like those are awesome for sure, but it's the aggregate of everything else. And all three of those guys are seven footers, so they're getting some easier yeah. baskets and you know, they score their field goal percentage is obviously a lot higher. But you also want to look at Win shares. Win shares is a number that, you know, it's an estimate of the number of wins contributed by a player. And that's a, a stat that Basketball Reference has. The difference between <laughs> Jokic and Luka is insane. Jokic has a 12.0 win share so, so far this season. Luka is at 5.4, right? And so obviously we know Luka adds more than five wins to this yeah. Mavericks team. But if you're just looking at, okay, what's the statistical difference between these guys? Why isn't Luka in this conversation more? That's the difference statistically between those guys, right? If you're just taking yeah. it, if you're looking at it with those two numbers, PER and win shares, Jokic is just, uh, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of where Luka is. And because, even, because Luka had such a slow start, I think it's really holding him back yes. right now. It, it's holding him back. Uh, you know, people, like when you look at the consistency route, like it's like, all right, well, Jokic started off the season playing well. And it's like going into your efficiency stuff too. It's like, look at look at the shooting splits. I mean, Jokic is average, you know, is average. Jokic is shooting 57% from the field, 36% from three, That's 80%, average, I think. 80% from the from the free throw line. Like all three of those are better than Luca. Like Luca's average yeah. or shooting, God, shooting 45% <laughs> from three. And it's like that's that's a 12% difference in field goal percentage. And like I get that he's seven foot, but Jokic is also shooting better from the three-point line, too. So yep. that that that's you know, I get the Jokic argument over Luca right now. I won't get it if Luca ups his averages just a little bit and the Mavericks finish third in the West and Denver still stays at six. Like the standings, I think, would be the only thing to Jokic. And some people don't care about that. I get it. It's like, hey, whatever. The team wouldn't even be there, It'd be at six. And, and I get that argument. It's just historically, it's always been one of the top seeds in the West. Yeah, that has been that is is I mean has, top seeds like yeah in, top in top seed in their conference yeah, yeah that yeah. has been one of the prerequisites for MVP unless you have a Westbrook type season we just haven't seen it very often and so that's where that's the case for Luca how he could get into this conversation let's talk about the All NBA coming up let's talk about is Luka Doncic in in the driver's seat for All and for first team All NBA where he is right now the other three guys in in you know MVP conversation are all bigs, right? Are Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. So is Luka Doncic in the driver's seat for that? We've been talking about, is it Ja Morant and Steph Curry all year? Is it time to talk about how it's just Luka and Ja? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar. Tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. I stand by this. I would much rather have a Built Bar than most candy bars. Isaac, name a candy bar. Like the actual name of it? We're going to give them pub right now? Just name a candy bar. No, we're going to... Whatchamacallit. Oh, those suck. I'm, I definitely would have a coconut brownie chunk bar over a built bar. Name another candy bar. A zero bar. bar. I don't even know what that is, but I would rather have a built bar. You don't know what a zero bar is? No. Milk, Milky Way. Get out of here with your Milky Way. The car- No, get out of here with your caramel and your weird nuts. I will keep my weird nuts. <laughs> built bar now also has a shamrock bar. I've not tried this. White chocolate with shamrock. Oh. Everyone's trying to do that, like the shamrock shake. Uh, you can check out that bar right now. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, 6 grams of sugar in a bar covered in 100% white chocolate. Check it out. They also have the puffs that are filled with marshmallow. Make sure you check out which ones you're getting. You can see them on the website. You can even see them. You hover your mouse over it, over the bar, and it shows you what's inside. That's great. 
Gotta love that. That's cool. Absolutely delicious. Check them out. Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your entire order at Built.com. Built. Built different. All right, Isaac. We've been talking about the MVP race, how Luka can get into it. I think he's probably going to finish at least fourth or fifth. Like, we haven't really talked about DeRozan at all in this, but DeRozan's going to factor in in some way if the the Mm. Bulls hang on and they're going to stay in this top four, five. Like, if they're in top three, I think DeRozan is probably... I think between between the Bulls and the Mavs, who finishes higher will probably determine who's going to be higher in MVP voting, right? You think? No. You don't think you think that Luca is going to be higher than DeRozan? No matter. I think Luca's overall game. I mean, the case for DeRozan over Luca will be like games played. Um, you know, you look at his like field goal percent. I think he's at like I don't have I out the stat, but I think he's at like fifty percent field goal percentage and he's averaging 20 shots a game like that's pretty dang good like he's having an incredible season i just think voters might will lean a little bit towards luca's all-around game more and and i think even though they've missed missed games i still think there's a oh they have levine oh they have vucevic like they have some of these guys they have lonzo and it, once again even though they've missed game i think still that will factor into it yeah uh the Bulls, when when DeRozan plays, by the way, are are 61 percent basically, uh, winning percentage, which is much lower than what Lucas is. It's about the same as what Jaws. Actually, it's lower than what Jaws is right now. So, uh, if you want to take that into consideration, he's getting a little bit more help than even some of these other guys. So, yeah, I think it depends on what DeRozan has also had a lot of memorable moments this season, which I think factors yeah. into the MVP narrative a lot as well. But oh yeah, um, but yeah, but but for for all NBA. All season, it seems like it's been, okay, well, the, the Warriors have been so good. Steph Curry's obviously going to get a spot. Okay, well, the Grizzlies are all of a sudden moving and do, you know, they're, they're second in the West right now. Jaws been incredible. Jaws getting another spot. It seems like all season we've been talking about those are the two guys, and Luka's going to have to settle for second team All-NBA. But is it, time to, is it time to move on from that right now? Is it time to move on and have Luka – upset or Luca sit in where Steph Curry is right now or is it Luca sitting in where Joss sits right now who do you think he who do you think whose spot do you think he takes on first oh, team he, NBA he has Steph's spot that it is it is Luca and Ja as the guards for first team all NBA and I just I don't see I think what's the argument especially I mean how many games back are they from Golden State at this point I mean what and they're up on just, them are the Mavs or the, <laughs> the yeah the, the, the Mavs you know the the Mavs with Golden. We're State. recording this during the Warriors game. It looks like they're going to beat the Clippers, but um, the Mavs would be what three and a half games back. I mean, it's not a lot. It's not a lot, and you look at Steph's averages. Like they've went down some this year. Like he's at he's averaging twenty six points, six assists, five rebounds. You look at his even his three point percentage is at thirty seven percent or thirty eight percent. He has a lower field goal percentage than Luca this year, forty three percent. Uh, he's got a lower field goal percentage than Westbrook. That's been a joke around Lakers Twitter up for a long time this season. It's like, well, Lakers, field goal percentage doesn't matter as much, I guess. Lakers can't joke about anything. Um, I just, I just don't. He doesn't have the big statistical case. It's not like he's shooting forty-two percent from three and leading the league in scoring. Like that would be one thing, but he's not. And his averages are down. And if there's only like a two-game difference between them and Golden State, they. And then especially if Dallas passes them in the standings, like I I just don't see that. I think Luca's all all around numbers and everything. And especially if Dallas is, you know, finishes top four in the West, 
I think that's his spot. I think Jaws got it locked in. I don't think that's even a, a it's not a debate for me. I think Jaws got that one guard spot locked. If we want to take the same you know advanced stats we were looking at earlier with PER, Jaws at 25.1, Lucas at 24.4. Those are those are very good, right? Like let's not yeah. downplay what these guys are doing this year. Curry's at a twenty-one point six. It just a step, like statistically, just a step down from those guys. Windshare yeah. though, Curry's at seven point six. Jaws at six point four, and Lucas at five point four. That's a number that is very weird to me. That that Steph is is he's has a much lower per, but a much higher wind share. Uh, and the, the Warriors are very good when Steph Curry plays. When Steph Curry plays this year, they almost have a 70% winning percentage, which is higher than Luka's. Luka's at 67, Jaw was at 61. Um, so you look Except at if you look play at the Mavs. But that's my next that's my next point. Do we look, do we care about their head-to-head at all? Because the Mavs have won this the series against both the Grizzlies and the Warriors. The Mavs have three wins, three, they, they're up three to one against the Warriors this year. Stop me if you've heard that before. Yeah. Um the Warriors down three ones, um, the the and uh, and they've also beaten the Grizzlies three three times and only lost once. Does that head to head matter at all? Um, I mean, I think it could. I just don't think it'll matter to voters. I think it's more of like just the collective season. Is it up to us to make the case to just like tr- to just tout that everywhere? To just like anytime somebody yes. tweets about MVP, we respond. Hey, Luca is three one against Jaw this year and three one against Steph this year. <laughs> I'm I'm all down for that. <laughs> is, is it up to us? It. Is it up to you as a Mavs fan? Anytime somebody says Jaw or Steph or are more deserving of All NBA first team than Luca, you just respond three one three one for both of those guys. <laughs> For the rest of the first team, uh, all NBA though, like, I mean, they still do the center spot, right? It's not just three. No, no, no. All NBA, they don't. It's just three bigs, three, three, four. Right? They only do front court and. and... I thought that was all star voting, but maybe I'm maybe I'm incorrect about this. Um, If they still do centers, I think you know you got your based off our MVP conversation. I think you got your four right there with you know, Giannis, Ja, Luca. Jokic probably um you know can we just put Jokic as a forward and and beat as the center I know I I I mean that's the route to go but unfortunately they're probably going to move one of those dudes probably Embiid down to second team center and then you got to move LeBron up if that's the case that's insane yeah but then second team I started I spent too much time on this looking at all (laughs) NBA teams Second team, I think there's a clear four, in my opinion, Steph, DeRozan, Embiid. And then I put Tatum there. Tatum's having a year for sure. And I actually think the guards, there's going to be some guards getting screwed with all NBA this year because for sure. I think, you know, Luca, Ja, Steph, and DeRozan are locks. I and think then, DeRozan's going to go in as a forward. Really? Yeah, he's played he's played a lot of four this year, and he's played mostly three. I think he's going to go out as a forward. Maybe he gets that first spot over LeBron if NBA. I think has he to does. Go. See, I, yeah, I think he does. Okay, well then I open. That's good because my biggest question for all NBA's is who the crap's going to get these last forward spots? Because <laughs> I think Trey, I think Trey and Booker are two guards that are going to get. At least somewhere through there. I don't think Trey Young's getting on an All NBA team. Not the way really? that team. That team is barely. Is that team even five hundred right now? But okay, yeah, okay. Then they're two games under five hundred. I just feel like he's gotten all these accolades so far, and he's you know done jack. But well, but then let's not give it to. Him. I'd rather give it to Donovan Mitchell than him. 
Well, I give it. I I put him there because he's averaging twenty eight a game, and That's there's fine. only there's only six players averaging twenty eight a game. So, and the other ones are going to be in the first team probably. So. That's fine. He the team is twenty nine and thirty when he plays. <laughs> You don't have to talk to me about this. Can, <laughs> I was going to say, we, how am I the one convincing you? I'm just saying. I'm I would not, much rather take like, like what is it? 2.3 less points a game for Donovan Mitchell and take what Donovan Mitchell does. We haven't even mentioned the Suns guys. Both Suns guys are getting on an all-NBA well, team. I put Booker on there. I think Chris Paul games missed. Like If he's out the rest of the year, I think that will affect it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, there's still guys we haven't even talked about. Like Darius Garland. Like this dude's had a massive season. Yeah. He gets some third team love. Like there's a bunch of guards out there that you're like, dang, you're gonna get like you're gonna get screwed in this. But like is Zach Levine a guard or a Ford? Um SGA's had a great season. I mean, what are they gonna do with Harden? Does Harden get Chris anything? Paul's at fifty eight games played? But that's what he'll end at. Yeah, Luca's at forty nine. Yeah, but he'll He's play only, the rest of the way. But he'll play the rest of the way. So he'll play what? 18, 15, 18 more games. That's not a big, that's not a big enough difference to leave Chris Paul off and for how good he's been. And the Suns have been like, just throw both sons in there. I'm throwing both sons, but the finish with less than 60 games. I mean, he's going to miss 24 games. Yeah, but have a team that may win like (laughs) team that may win like 65 games. True. Yeah. So, and then obviously I think a sneaky debate will be that third team center spot. I think Rudy will get it, but man, (laughs) <laughs> bam bam what like being yep. on first first team in the east if they finish that you know bam even towns like towns that won't get over gobert but like like gobert making it over bam will cause some arguments over nba twitter who are the other option oh it's just it's just so the Embiid and Jokic are locks like for sure locks for that center spot yeah and then it's like yeah it's towns it's bam it's rudy yeah Aiton, like no, no, no. Jared Rudy Allen, will, Rudy will get it because he's leading the league in rebounds, and he's probably going to win another Defensive Player of the Year, so yeah. he'll probably get that third spot. But it for me, it's like who's the other Fords? Like after Tatum, like who are you looking at? Siakam, like is Zach Levine a Ford? Who who are Jalen Brown? So who do we, Brandon, who do we have in first? Who do we have in first team again? It's DeRozan and Giannis, and, yeah, or oh, Gian, Giannis, yeah. Giannis and DeRozan. Yeah, and then second team, LeBron and Tatum. So who's the other two spots on third team? I know Brandon. I just killed Trey Young, but I think LeBron still gets a spot. That team is way under 500. Oh, let's talk about... Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. But yeah, I, I, I'm i just fascinated by, by the forward spots. Siakam, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown. The problem like is Dur- Durant's only at 39 games played. He's not, I know. That's why not, I didn't... He, he's not getting one. He played half the season. I didn't really consider him with that. And Paul George guard. has missed a bunch of time too. He's not getting one. Kawhi out for the year. Kawhi out for the year. That's like tough. That's, I know. I mean, Jalen Brown's averaging 23 a game on a Boston team that could finish in the top four. So, I mean, he, he could get it. Julius Randle has sucked this year. Ugh, so, no. Jimmy Butler has only played 46 games so far this year. A sneaky one that I mean I would have had on here, but I don't know what his games played. We'll finish that, but like, will Draymond get one of those spots? Oof. Depending on games played, but anyway, that's uh that's all NBA. I think Draymond has played. 
Either way, Lucas make him first or second team. Thirty-four games. No way. Draymond's not okay, sniffing one of these teams. If Chris Paul can, no, just kidding. He, uh, Chris Paul has played fifty-eight games. Um, that was a whole if, season two years ago. <laughs> 16, if Luca, games. if Luca pulls off another first team All NBA, I know three first team All NBAs in his first four seasons. Like that's just dumb. Like, that is very dumb because that very means dumb. more to me than All Stars. That like, me too. It, it, like you make first team all NBA, you're one of the five best players in the NBA. Like there's weird, you know, things here and there, but like you're one of the elite of the elite. And to do that three of your first four seasons in the NBA, like that's unbelievable. Absolutely. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every day. We are going to be back tomorrow with another episode breaking down the Knicks game. Hopefully they don't um, do what they did last time they played the Knicks. Uh, this time it's in American Airlines. Maps are playing much better right now. Hopefully they the Mavs win that game. But now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, uh, with the experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. So, boom!